Welcome back. It is Hardline, the final segment here on News Radio 930 WBEN. If you've missed any of the show, you can find it on demand at WBEN.com and on the Odyssey app. But you wouldn't want to do that until after the show, of course. Joining us for the final segment is Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns. Mickey, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Uh, congratulations on your marriage. How's everything going? Thank you, thank you. Uh, the first week was good, and you know we uh, we celebrated our one week anniversary at somebody else's wedding. So uh, so far, so good. I hope I hope you're serving her breakfast in bed every day. Don't change uh, every day except for on Sundays, of course. Of course. <laughs> now, Mickey, you know I was thinking this, but. Before we came back from this, uh, before we came back from this break, I was thinking, you know, I think during the pandemic, everyone uh, realized just how many of the uh, clerk services they use regularly. And I just want to say thank you for always making yourself available to update how everything's been going during the pandemic. Well, Joe, we never closed in the sense of uh, the business community was essential. Uh, the Erie County Clerk's Office is so essential to the community. The NFADA. Uh, you can purchase a car, but if you can't register it, then, uh, you know, you can't get that sales tax. You can't get the car on the road. So we were essential uh, during the pandemic. We continued to be essential. And I thank all of the Erie County employees for their hard work in these difficult times. Now, you know, I always go with the uh, with the first thing, and that is where uh, where do we stand on DMV services? Where do we stand on – last time we had John talked about getting your passport. Has anything gotten a little better since the last time we've talked? Joe, everything is going uh, quite well at the clerk's office. We still require a appointment, and we're doing quite well with that. Uh, something – we've had a SOP opening – uh, since the last time I talked to you, uh, we've extended hours. We are now open Monday through Friday uh, at 7 a.m. in the morning. So uh, prior to that, uh, you had we had 9 o'clock hours. So if you couldn't make it during your lunchtime or maybe possibly on a Saturday, so we're open from 7 a.m. at 9 a.m. at many of our locations. If you go to erie.gov, uh, when you make an appointment, you'll see those new extended hours. And Joe, we're trying to be as flexible as we can for the public. And I passed that uh, that new location inside the Eastern Hills Mall when I was going to Bath and Body Works, Mickey, and it looked like you guys were uh, quite busy that day. We were doing quite <laughs> well. We've expanded our, our services there. And because of COVID-19, we're preparing for the future. Uh, we're going to have another exciting announcement. We're going to be reopening. We were formerly in the uh, Evanstown Hall. Uh, we're going to have a new location out in Evans coming up uh, in the beginning of the year. So we're getting back uh, to normal. But, you know, the county clerk's office is one of the most important offices in the county, not because I'm there, because it generates revenue. Erie County had a $5 million surplus, and uh, the Erie County clerk's office had a $5 million surplus. So you could tell how important uh, revenue-generating-wise the important is to Erie County. And as we're talking about uh, the county, we know we have some important elections coming up, and that deadline is quickly approaching. Yes, I was listening to you and Carl Calabrese uh, talking about uh, the countywide elections and uh, the locals' mayor's race, and I just want to remind residents, you know, the fast-approaching voter registration deadline, It's uh, they must be registered by October 8, 2021. And if you come into the Erie County Audit Bureau, when you complete a driver's license renewal or even a new license, a learner permit or non-driver's ID, 
um, you can uh, register to vote. So once again, uh, the uh, Erie County Clerk's Office is another opportunity when you come into the Erie County Auto Bureau or the Clerk's Office located in Old County Hall, 92 Franklin Street. We've got applications uh, which must be po- postmarked no longer than October 8th, Jill. All right. Now, I have a, 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 a very uh, detailed question here, so I apologize, but uh, uh, this re- is about renewals of the notary public. Um, the, the forms and fees have been sent in, uh, but still have not received uh, their new card, and they still are having the old expiration date. If someone's looking to follow up on the renewal of their notary, who do they get in contact with? Yep, you can call my office directly, uh, 858-6985. We'd be happy to help uh, anyone deal with that. That's an important part uh, of the legal process. So we definitely want to make sure that people have updated uh, notaries. But, yes, you can call my office directly, 858-6985. Ask for me directly, and we'll get you taken care of. And, Mickey, are we still telling people to uh, to uh, apply for their passports as soon as possible if they have something going on early next year? Absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the things that we're even talking about, we've had conversations with, is that, you know, we would like to do more to expedite the passport on behalf of the passport agencies. Uh, we're not there. We don't have control over that. We don't process the passport. But what we do is we have uh, definitely close contact uh, with them, and they're still very far behind uh, in processing passports. So we uh, accept the application on behalf of the customer, and they are still uh, way behind. They're behind two to three months. Uh, we've had some uh, conversations with our local uh, federal representatives about seeing if uh, the Erie County Clerk's Office could be a pilot to help expedite that process. Uh, we do it all the time. Uh, we work with very important documents, federal documents with the real ID. But yes, if you're considering traveling, uh, remember, uh, you just can't call the clerk's office and have that passport done and processed in a week or so time. You really have to plan for that vacation. If you were like Joe going on his honeymoon, uh, I know he planned ahead of time and you get the passport and you'll be able to enjoy yourself. But they're still quite backed up. Well, we got to be fair. The only reason I planned ahead was because we had you on and you told me about the uh, long wait time. And right after that show, I went and filled out the application. You have to do that. So even with the real ID, uh, that uh, is not going to be required. That's not going to be a mandate until May 3rd of 2023. And you think to yourself, well, I have time to do that. Uh, Getting the proper documentation sometimes takes a little bit of time. Original birth certificate required by the federal government. Uh, But we're going to be getting into 2022. We're into October. And pretty soon, uh, I would not put that off. Uh, In order to travel uh, within the continental U.S., you're going to need either a real ID or enhanced driver's license or, as you said, a passport. So all of these documentations are very, very important. Now, that was something that has been moved, right? Because we were supposed to have real IDs by the end of this year, correct? Correct. It's been moved because of the pandemic, uh, but it has now uh, been made mandated May 3rd of 2023. And I think that'll be the last time it's moved because uh, people are traveling quite frequently now. The numbers are up uh, at the airport. We're seeing more people who are uh, vaccinated or, or uh, you know, and you're seeing more of the requirements and people feel more comfor- comfortable traveling now. Uh, last weekend, you the uh, clerk's office uh, helped part in a COVID vaccine pop-up. How did that go? 
think it went quite well. I think, um, um, you know, I, I do do a radio show, 96.5 uh, WFO. And what we're trying to do at the clerk's office is it's a ministerial office. Uh, we don't vote. I don't vote on any legislation. It's a customer service office. So we provide the information for people. And Dr. Vasquez, uh, who's a great leader in the Buffalo community, uh, offered these services. So we wanted to give people who uh, wanted the vaccine, Dr. Vasquez and his team uh, was outside WFO. And I think it went quite well. And uh, as I said, I think it's really important as we move forward, uh, you know, that everyone at least has an opportunity and, um, you know, that opportunity is important. Now, this this month is Disability Awareness Month, and you guys are holding a fall outreach, correct? Joe, it's so important. Uh, one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of since I've become Erie County Clerk is, you're right, uh, October is the National Disability Employment Awareness Month. It really upsets me because I talk to many business people, uh, business leaders in the community, and so many times now um, they need good workers and it's really a time when there are jobs looking for people instead of people looking for jobs. And every single time I say to people, have you ever considered someone uh, with a disability? And, you know, this year's theme is centered around uh, the American recovery power by inclusion. If anyone knows anything about disabilities, like I have a brother who was born mentally retarded, uh, just a great, great young man. Uh, his uh, limitations are beyond him participating in the workforce, but there's so many other people that can contribute, and inclusion is so important. And we've come so far since the uh, American Disability Act was passed under President Bush, but we haven't come far enough. You know, um, right now, um, 70% of our people with disabilities are unemployed. So what we do is we do our best to link people together. There's so many opportunities uh, to do that. And to give them a chance to be part of our economy and individuals with disabilities, um, one of the things you need when you get a job, Joe, you need ID, right? And you're able to obtain a state-issued picture identification through the Erie County Audit Bureau. And we help people with that. And we want to help them with disabilities to get that government uh, identification. So when they go for employment, uh, they're prepared with the required ID to accept the job. So if anyone is listening out there, you know, I encourage you uh, to give people with disabilities an opportunity. I believe inclusion in the workplace is within everyone's ability, and there's so many good people out there. And finally, like, you know, we talk about the Auto Bureau. I had a, a young man that used to come visit me when I was in the assembly, Danny, and Danny said to me one day, Mr. Kearns, your door is not accessible to me. I'm having a hard time getting in. I said, Danny, I'm going to do my best to make sure that the doors swing wide open for you. And uh, what we've done is we've updated the doors at the Auto Bureau uh, so, you know, people with disabilities and regular people, too, can walk in or, or get in with their wheelchair or whatever is impeding them, but there's no obstacle to getting into services. And that's very important to me since I've become clerk, making sure that our offices are accessible to everyone. And this outreach will be at the Eastern Hills location? Yep. It'll be, we, we move it around, Joe, as you know. We do it a couple times a year. Uh, you will not be required to have an appointment. It's on Saturday, October 23rd from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We'll stay as long as we can. 
And you said you were in the mall. It's right by uh, our offices are right by the entrance by Duff's in the Buffalo store. And, you know, we will have the Erie County Office for the Disabled. Thank camarada. I was with them yesterday. It was on my show to assist individuals on other matters pertaining uh, to identification or any other uh, questions. But I, I do encourage people to they need their original birth certificate, a Social Security card, and, of course, a pen. And uh, you can always go to erie.gov slash clerk slash auto bureau. But once again, Joe, Saturday, October 23rd from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., uh, we want to do this disability awareness fall outreach. And the biggest thing is providing that documentation so when people get a job, they have the proper documentation. And something we always talk about is uh, the zombie properties. I still can't get over. This was before the pandemic uh, when you came in and showed some of the pictures of the uh, properties that you had gone and uh, had been reported. Uh, any updates on zombie properties around the county? So we're going to have another demolition in Clarence tomorrow. Do you believe it? I've done uh, working with the supervisor and his team and working with our zombie property initiative. Uh, this is going to be our second uh, demolition tomorrow that's going to happen uh, 10 a.m. tomorrow but um, you know Habitat for Humanity um, great people like that you know I was out in the Madison district the other day with Mayor Brown uh, taking a tour of the uh, of the district with the human um, Habitat for Humanity's Buffalo's lead build community program you know a zombie property can happen anywhere and people think about it as an urban uh, issue we've now done uh, demolitions, our past demolitions are uh, two in Clarence, uh, the village of Sloan, the great mayor out there and his team. Uh, we're out in uh, Kenmore, Broadway. And unfortunately, we don't want demolitions. We want solutions. We want people living in these houses. But that's why we always say, if you're behind on your loan, stay in your home, and we try to figure out a solution. And we finally have the banks and the service providers coming to the table. But in addition to that, Joe, uh, I've requested the courts to create a new part. We don't want the courts to be an obstacle uh, after all of these moratoriums are completed. Uh, and they're going to be quite busy with evictions and um, foreclosures, and uh, they have to make this a priority. So we're continuing our best to help people because, as you know, I always say it, you don't buy the house, you buy the neighborhood. So we're doing the best we can to help people. Now, when that demolition takes place, where does that land get turned over to? Well, it depends in many instances. Um, the uh, town, uh, for, the, for the instance in this situation, the town, um, there might be an agreement between the service provider and the bank. Um, there has to be some legal things. There might have to be a deed in lieu of foreclosure. Uh, but normally, um, our last demolition uh, that was completed over on Chisler Road, uh, that will be uh, given to the town. And that will go back on the voters' roll, and someone could buy that and build a house. And I mean, we don't want it to get to that point, but when the banks are not following through and not completing the foreclosures uh, within a, um, you know, a speedy time, and we try to make it as quick as possible for them, uh, this is the problem when houses just sit for four or five winters. We know what happens. So in many instances, if the foreclosure is not complete, uh, that's what happens. People leave the home, and they don't think they're the home. Uh, they're not the owner of record. Uh, when you have a zombie property, that's a property that has a mortgage, and you leave that home, and the foreclosure is not complete, you are still responsible for the property. That's why we say to people, stay in your home. 
um, and, and make sure that, you know, the process is complete. One more question before I let you go. How do you feel about the Bills game in one hour? Um, I'm guaranteeing a victory. I'm guaranteeing a victory. Uh, the Buffalo Bills need to go forward. Uh, they need to move past uh, this divisional thing, get this wrapped up, and then they really need to beat Kansas City next week. I really think that next week is the week that um, they need to get it done. They're playing at home. Uh, they know uh, they're playing a superior team, backup quarterback. You know, they got to win today, and they got to win fast, put their foot on their head, and, and just really, you know, defeat them early. And make them so they want to, everybody wants to leave early, get the game over, and then we'll watch Tom Brady break the record tonight. I can't believe that we're all rooting for Tom Brady <laughs> New England tonight, but I guess I am too. I'll tell you, you know, the, I, I feel confident, but when I feel confident about a Buffalo sports team, it never ends well. So that's where my, uh, my nervousness is on this game. Well, I think, I think they got the, the bad one out of their system. It might be a blessing disguise with the, with the Pittsburgh game, Joe. Uh, they got a really good defense. And um, I do think that they were reading some of their press clippings, and we've got a you know we've got a strong quarterback. It's not a secret anymore. Uh, people have doubted Josh Allen for he's not only a nice guy; they've doubted him for such a nice time. He's an extraordinary talent. Not too many quarterbacks can run and pass the way he can. But on any given Sunday, Joe, as you know, this is the NFL. Anyone can be beat. My money is on the Bills. Uh, but I don't get paid to do that. I'm hopeful that they win, and then they got to win next week. They have to win next week, and I think after next week, that's going to be the telltale sign. All eyes on a Sunday night next week. Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns, thank you as always for joining me this Sunday morning. And Joe, once again, congratulations. I'm so happy that everything worked out. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That is Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns joining us. That is Hardline. My thanks to Congressman Chris Jacobs, Carl Calabrese, and Erie County Kirk, uh, Clerk Mickey Kearns. That is all. We are back tomorrow. And uh, from what I know, it's the normal weekday lineup back, the lineup you know and love. So uh, wake up with us tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. here on News Radio 930 WBEN.